Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Crinkle Podcast. I'm your squishy butt host, Dylan Blake, and today I caught this amazing puppy. Cynical. Hi, I'm Cynical Pup. Who are you? I am Cynical Pup. I hail from the UK. Um, I'm fairly new to the pup community um, in terms of I've only really been into pup play for about a year now. Um, but I've basically been a little uh, my entire life, pretty much. Um, okay. okay. Started from a young age. I've been, I've been little most of my life too. And pop play for me is about. Uh, I want to say I got into this when I was like twenty, twenty-one when I became a puppy, but. What kind of drew you into the uh, like both communities, really? So, ABDL, I can start off with that one first because it's the most easiest one. Um, it's just something that has always been a part of me from being like the age of seven. Um, I've just always loved little things. Um, and for some reason, uh, I, I don't know why, um, I've just always felt I want to wear padding. I want to be padded. I want to be, you know... I just enjoy the comfort and security uh, that they give me. So, um, you know, and it, it started off from me stealing my little brothers so I could wear them <laughs> to eventually buying my own. So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper on to both of those. So is play sexual for you or is it more like a headspace um so my little space is a headspace it's not a kink whereas um put play it's a mixture of the both it depends um you know i've seen other pups i've seen many pups actually especially in you know just in the community in general there's just so many attractive men that are part of put play so it would kind of be rude not to <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's about the same for me, too. Um, you know, I I find both, they're both headspaces for me, but depends on the person. Yeah. Like, my alpha slash daddy, like, I'm definitely going to get fucked in a diaper. Like, but the diaper itself isn't what's sexual about. It's more of the situation. Yeah. And I just like rough on that. <laughs> um, so, have you ever had like a purge of like either of those? Um, I call them kinks because there's to me there's a difference from a kink and a fetish. Like a kink is just something like just means taboo, and a fetish is something that's like deliberately sexual. So, if I say kink, just understand what I mean by that. <laughs> but, um. It, have you ever had like a purge of a kink of like one of them? Um, I don't know to be honest. I'm not. I'm not too sure. I'm. I'm not really an overly kinky or sexual person. Okay. It's definitely one of those things that I hear a lot of people, especially in the ABL community, they will like. I've gone through like seven purges of all my stuff. I'll throw them away because I just feel bad about, about myself because I'm an adult and I'm buying diapers and I just I feel weird now because I bought these, so they throw them away. Um, I've always, um, for, well, to be fair, uh, from the uh, from young age, I've uh, never been able to think straight. I guess I can find autism to that. <laughs> um. And it's actually only recently as well um, that I've actually come out as gay. Um, I was unsure if I was gay at first. So, so what what did you classify yourself before you like determined that you were gay? I didn't really classify myself as anything. Um, I just tried to fit in with my group of friends. You know, so it was the case. It was the case of you know we'd go out. They'd go and see attractive, beautiful young women, and then I would try and join in, even though I didn't want to, and I didn't know what I was doing. 
Yeah. And then um, the more I started going out and meeting new people, the more I realised I wasn't looking at the girl. I was looking at the girl, <laughs> the girl's boyfriend. <laughs> and then, do you have you ever had like a back? Have you had backlashes from like coming out as gay? No, uh, my family have been incredibly supportive. They've been absolutely amazing about it. They don't care as long as I'm happy and safe. Um, and again, all my friends have been supportive. I think my favourite memory actually is when I first told my friends that I'm a little and that I'm part of the ABDL community. They took me to Build-A-Bear and uh, I got my first Build-A-Bear. Are you a, do you have a pack or are you just a lonely uh, pack? No, um, I'm part of um, the amazing Pup Caleb's pack. Um, and it's quite funny how um, I joined his pack, became a member of it. Um, I was actually friend, uh, became friends with his ex-partner first um, over Xbox. And we, we just started gaming and talking. Eventually, I got introduced to Pup Caleb, the alpha. Um, I think first I joined his Discord server, which you can find, by the way, Caleb's Kennels. He's a, a Twitch streamer. Be sure to check his Twitch. Sorry for the plug in there, promoted by Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, stick, I'll stick it in the, um, in the show notes if you send me it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll definitely send it to you. Um, but I'm, I'm part of his pack after becoming really, really good friends. And it's blossomed from there, and I love each and every single pup that's in it. I think there's, um, I think there's about six, seven of us. Um, and so I have two questions that follow up with this. So, is this pack a sexual pack? Like, do you guys play with no, each other, or is this it's just completely? A- Emotional support. Completely safe for work, so it's it, it's a brotherhood. I've not met all of them yet because I'm still fairly new to the pack. But I've met my amazing alpha, um, and I've met a good friend of his as well, um, Pup Extortion. I love him to bits. He's a, an alpha for another pack, but um, him and my alpha are really, really good mates. Um, it's just. They're amazing. I just I, I love each and every single one of them. Um, they're just family guides. They're just all like big bros, and I love them. <laughs> and then, what do you? Um, how would you describe what a puppy is? Um, in terms of how I am, is I'm just a playful, mischievous, curious little padded pup. <laughs> You know, that's that's just it. It's who I am. I'm always constantly full of energy. Um, I love playing around and messing about, you know. Um, if I came and saw you in person, for example, I'd like to just jump and dive all over you and um, try and steal your socks. <laughs> and then, um, if somebody is coming into the community and was curious, what advice would you give them? Just be yourself. Um, don't feel okay. like you need to uh, copy what this person's doing or you need to do what that person's doing. Just completely be yourself and just be honest. And is a can somebody be a puppy even if they don't have a, you know, Mr. S hood? Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's the hood that makes the pup. I think it's the person. Um, you know, it's this, this is all, you know, it's probably going to get me some shit for saying this, but this is just all cosmetic, you know? It's it's cosmetic. You know, um, whereas, you know, it just it's just the person, you know? Everyone's got a bit of pup inside of them. They just don't know it yet. As somebody that being new coming in, um, are what are some red flags that new puppies should be looking out for to keep themselves safe? Um, I don't know if you've experienced it in the states, but there is a lot of so-called alphas out there that like to um, 
try and start a pack or are part of a pack but don't actually care about their puppies. Um, uh-huh. You know, people that want to just basically collect numbers to boost their own ego. Um, I think that's a big okay. red flag. If you, if like my alpha, for example, he's absolutely fantastic. He's just a massive major support and everything. He's, you know, been helping me through this living situation bullshit. He's been helping me with my anxiety. Um, because one thing that I was nervous about was um, getting on trains and public transport and meeting him, and he decided to come and meet me. You know, uh, so watch out for people that are too eager, and I think the coolest thing about my alpha is he doesn't ask you to join his pack, you know. he Pups go and ask him if they can join, and uh, I think that's better. And if if people are more curious about um, the pup community, do you have any recommended like sources that you would say look at this or read? I'm this? not too sure because uh, again, I, I'm fairly new, and how I first started out with being a pup and getting into the pup community was I just simply um, started googling it. What's pup play? And then I'd watch a YouTube documentary about pups. And then I started seeing Instagrams and Twitter about pups, and it was just like, well, that's incredible. I'm actually really liking this. You know, and then I think the best one uh, is just communicate. So, like, at first I was nervous about messaging you on Instagram, and then I finally popped up and I was like, hello, I'm you. And, you know, you've been a great friend and support to me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely um for me it's one as a social media influencer of kink definitely t- um one of the big rules for me is never be like um like I'm bigger than you because just cuz I have, you know, Six thousand something followers because just like me that just happened, you know, one day we all gone. And if people really don't fucking like you because you know you're rude, they're not going to try to come back and help you get back to where you were. Yeah. And so I've met many pups who pups in Avedales and other kinksters who are very like. Oh, I have 15,000 followers. Don't talk to me. Oh, you don't have that six-pack abs. Don't talk to me, you know. Well, I've definitely met those people. And you, especially like if you're new, you're trying to communicate to those big people first. Or at least follow them because, you know they have a sense of like a grasp on like what's happening in the community. So I try, I personally try to respond to everybody that ever sends me a message. And I don't think that's tons of them, but (laughs) if you, if you send me like a weird message, I just delete it. I'm like, I'm, "Mm -mm." (laughs) but if it's like, Oh, Hey, I like look at your profile and it's like, doesn't look too suspicious. Then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Hi, See, that's the thing with know. me. Um, my Instagram's private um, because I, I, I like to see who's going to follow me. Um, so usually um, I'll go by if um, I have followers that are following this person then and they look okay, then I'll let them. But if, like, none of my followers are following the person and they have, like... For some reason, I'm getting a lot of blank profiles where the profile picture is like um, artwork. I'm getting a lot. Of that. Yeah, I just I don't trust them. I'm very, I'm very. I, I don't trust that. them. Like the only time I was like, I first seem like, oh, okay, cool. If it's an artwork picture, is if it's original. Like uh, before my, not my most recent or the one before that, but. Uh, 
the one previous to that, it was an artwork picture of me and it was an LGBTQ plus um, picture of me. And so like, if I see like original artwork as their profile picture, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, it makes sense. This, this, but if it's one of those ones that you can just pull straight from Google, yeah, you know, um, I'm like, no, I do. I do have time for my followers. Um, I, I enjoy them. Um, I just I love my pup in little life, and I love all my followers. Even it, it sounds really cheesy and cringy, but I do. I, I just enjoy talking to them, and I've made some some fantastic friends who I can't wait to hopefully meet this year. So, what are some big no nos that you follow in the Avidale or pup big no nos? Hmm. Yes. It's hard to define, but I kind of go, I, I kind of go along the lines of a vibe check. So I'll speak to them for a good couple of months first and see what they're like talking to. Um, and I kind of check and see what they're, what they're saying. So like, if someone's straight away overly over the top, like, let me change you, let me feed you, let me do this, let me do that. I don't like it. Hate it straight away. Go away. <laughs> um, and I also don't like people that are just very, you know, sort of peck your head every single day and you don't say anything new or add anything new to the conversation. It's just literally, hi, how are you? Goodbye. Hi, how are you? Goodbye. <laughs> you know? I just, yeah. It's like, there's nothing for me to go on. Like, I'm not getting anything. But I also don't like people that explicitly just talk about book play and little ABDL stuff. I don't like just talking about that. Like, if I'm going to go and meet someone, I want to invest it, invest in them as a person as well. So we may have the little side and the book play side, but I'd also like to go and get a couple of drinks with you somewhere, for example. Go to, go to a club, go to a pub. You know, because uh, I very much like the adult side of the person as well, rather than just their pop or little persona. Um, in the easiest way of saying it, um, and in the most British fashion, is I just want to see if they're a bloody good mate. <laughs> uh, we don't have any fancy words like that. I just call everybody like, dude. <laughs> I'm like, yo, dude, bruh. Or, <laughs> I don't like them. Uh, that, um, it, I literally started doing that after um, there is this, um, when Donald Trump was in office, somebody tried to like give him something or like take something away. And he literally looked at me and like just like hissed at them. Instantly, from that day on, I'm like, dude, I'm doing this. Mm. It was just a comedic value. And so, like, now if my, like, daddy tries to, like, wake me up or stuff, or if I'm trying to do something, he'd be like, hey, where are you doing? I'd be like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You don't, need to be, you don't need to be so crabby, little one. I'm like, I'm not crabby. He's like, dude, I will literally piss in your diaper right now. Like, mm, well, To be fair. I'd say that's probably. I think it's a lot of padded pups' goals, to be honest, and it's a lot of AB's goals. But um, I think one of my dreams would be to um, have a, a, a have a daddy. Um, I think it'd just be amazing. <laughs> you know. I mean, I really did luck out on that because, like, I have two boyfriends, and overall, two boyfriends. That's a lot of work. <laughs> um, we have a joke that one of the boyfriends and I together we have um, twenty four different personalities, and the other one just has one. <laughs> yeah, you a smoky pup. I saw I saw a vapey clouds come from you. Um, it, it's not a vape. It's um, a human pacifier. <laughs> Okay, okay. Do you own any yep, pacifiers? I got my robot one today. 
Uncle Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, the next question is, because I see there's a onesie. Tell us. What type of onesie you got? I've got loads, to be honest. I can pick up my camera and show you my wardrobe. Oh, loads. I love loads. So, I've got this one. This is my dinosaur one. Um, It's from the amazing onesies down under. Okay. And what's underneath You there? are. So what's underneath uh, the onesie? Um, uh, the new Calvin Klein absorbent range. Oh, oh. The Little King. Ooh. Little oof, King's oof. one for you. Um, it's my first so. time wearing these. These ones anyway. Um, I love them. Okay. Oh, okay. Out of one through ten, how would you rate Don't them know, right now? Because I've not had a, um, a an accident yet. Okay. Uh, the like clouds on my bottom. Okay, on the bum there. Um, that's good. That's good. I think it's. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to say, it's a big debate actually in a lot of padded puffin navy. Do you? What is your favourite? Do you like cloth back or plastic back? For me, it's got to be cloth back because it takes me back to my childhood. It takes me back to something like these little kings are exactly the same pamp I would have worn when I was little. So overall, I truly don't care if I wear a cloth or a um, a plastic back because to me, I just I love the feeling of a diaper. And, like, I do love the sound that plastic makes, but, like, a little king, I will wear, I will wear a little king as fast as I will wear a little paws. Like, there's no, like, oh, no, it's, like, cool, give me both. I'm just, like, Be- <laughs> I don't, I, I just, I love my cloth back, so, I, I love these. I've had alpha gators, and they are just amazing, mm-hmm. but my favorite and go-to one that I will always buy Every time that I, I do a big order, it's got to be the cloth back cushies with the single tapes. Just, I just, I love them. <laughs> I love how they, um, so, like, you want to talk about, like, the most, like, neon looking fucking paper ever? Like, I will give it to my storage unit people that, like, they chose a pretty cool color, but, like, I love that they sent me this literally just, like, two weeks after I paid the amount that they were, like, yelling at me about, because I didn't read the small fine print when I rented. <laughs> that literally said, you have to pay this, um, this yearly fee, which is, like, 300 and something dollars. I'm like, I guess that's how you're going to make your money because, like, my monthly payment's, like, 50. So, like, I guess this is how you're going to, like, fuck me over, I guess. So, that is how that one went. Oh, just, <laughs> the the only thing that I hate is just how expensive everything is. <laughs> it's a very expensive lifestyle. Oh, yes. It would be nice. Yeah. If everything became, like, I suppose from now uh, to how it was maybe a good couple of years ago, I like how easily accessible everything is now, but I would like it where it's to the point where there is a lot more stores to go to, like walking stores rather than just going online. So I know for us, um, oh, gosh, what is it? Did you ever hear about like that big like um like controversial like lawsuit that happened in uh, yeah. America about a I can't think of the name of the actual store, but um they got shut down because they they're classified the city classifies them as a sex shop, but they went through all the paperwork to be identified as a medical um store and so they sold obviously you know Averdale diapers um medical diapers holy shit there's a cat coming out of a container um um onesies pacifiers 
and other like um like diaper covers and a whole bunch of other stuff and the um the city gave them a notice like you need to shut down or you will face a fine and they're like we're not going to shut down because we have all this paperwork says otherwise so they got sued so they so they countersued and it's been like this big thing and so like they put a GoFundMe out and I mean I think within like a good week or so they raised like $6,000 because like people were just like throwing money in and like they even put like the city's like definition into like show like where there's a difference and you're like there's not technically anything wrong with us so yeah as well though especially in the uk i think after the the lockdown that we had because of covid19 a lot more people have come out and uh, have uh, joined the pop or little community or both and I think it's coming to the point now where it's slowly starting to become normalised, like it's a, a thing everyone knows about, um, you know, and it's. I think that's good. Yeah, like, overall, like, I don't see anything wrong with, like, kinks and fast, really. Like, if you're not doing anything illegal, I don't see a problem with it. Because, like, Obviously, like, sex shops and stuff, they're not, like, trying to specifically sell to, like, one type of person. They, that's why they, it's just a generic, like, yeah. oh, here's some stuff of this, here's some, some stuff of that. Like, and so, like, one day I'm hoping, like, that I'll see, like, more popping um, ABDL stuff. Because, like, we do, ha- I have a sex shop that I go to a couple times a year and they have a lot of pup play stuff and other weird things so they have like a lot of bondage stuff they have sounding rods which still to this day scared the shit out of me uh, they have like uh, the ox ball tails and stuff so I'm like I'm like, oh, they're so cool and hot. I love them. I'm just, I'm just not very overly kinky, uh, to be honest. I'm just, I'm just not. But then again, um, I'm still fairly new to the whole sex thing. <laughs> I think uh, I just love like an, I love just the way that like an ox ball feels and like looks because I can like shake my butt and it, it'll like see, that's where... my butt. That's like why I, um, I, I don't like I don't like things in my bum. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you're a top. I, you're, just, you're just tall. just a full on top. Um, I, I don't like receiving. I just hate the feeling of it. Um, so hmm. I've 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 got to say it's okay. I've got, I've got to say props off to everyone that receives, and um, I feel sorry for the people that have had to receive from me. <laughs> I remember, I remember you telling me last time some of the horror stories. I was like, "Good lord!" I just, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh, I just don't like it. Um, it's just, it's just the the whole texture and sensory thing. I just, I just don't enjoy it. I've tried it. I don't like it. I've also, <laughs> I have tried oral as well. I've tried giving someone oral, um, and hated it. <laughs> Um, I'm like the worst gay you'll ever meet. Like, um, I gag if I brush my teeth. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually gag if I brush my tongue and stuff. You know, and so it's very weird. But yeah, I feel that. Yeah, just, just don't. And do you have any? Uh, do you have any head spaces or like not head spaces? You have anything that puts you into your headspace? That is a big one. Um, Passy. Sometimes I can't afford it. Sometimes I just can't be bothered. But I don't always pad up. I just sometimes it's so nice to either just go come full on naked or jock straps. 
But like, um, this helps me get into my little space. Um, I don't really need anything to get me into pup space. Again, it's just, it's who I am. Like, if I'm just going on a walk somewhere really nice, I'm in a pup space. It's like, yeah, you walkies. (laughs) You know, that's what it's like for me. And like, while we're walking on the path, I'm looking for sticks. I'm actively looking for sticks, and I do it unconsciously, you know? I un- I unironically love finding sticks on walks. <laughs> um, I definitely have, like, weird things that I, like, acquire. So, like, um, I acquire spoons. Which is a very weird thing to do. I told both my boyfriends, I'm like, I have a, I'm a thief when it comes to spoons. I steal spoons. And they're like, oh. I was like, yeah, I don't know why. I just steal spoons. <laughs> so, like, our whole drawer is filled with, like, a whole bunch of different spoons uh, now. I think my favorite spoons that I used to steal was, um, you know, when you go to a Chinese restaurant and they give you those really nice, cool um, spoons with the, the decorations yep. on? You still love taking them. <laughs> I have I have a good handful of those. I actually use those for cooking and stuff because they're great for, um, like, if I'm trying to get something out of a jar, since they're perfectly aligned like this, I can... <laughs> so, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. What, the, what is my favorite thing? I don't know. I just like collecting things. <laughs> like, my drawer is full of random, useless junk. Like... I don't know where I found this, but I've got a, a, a wallet chain. Oh, here's a belt buckle I found. Check this out. Bulldog Spirit. Yeah, a belt buckle. What the fuck? That's the most, that's so weird, because like, when I think of belt buckles, uh, I think of like My favourite one uh, that I love to steal is when I go to pubs, I love stealing coasters. <laughs> oh, I also have tons of coasters. Love I coasters. steal coasters so also. This, this one I love to bits because it's Iron Maiden. Oh my God. Yeah, I steal coasters also. I have a whole like stack of coasters I steal. Um, when I went to, um, when I went down to New Orleans, um, I came back and was like, so... I brought home something. He's like, what'd you bring? I was like, coasters. Um, I'm a bit of a boring person. (laughs) (laughs) We both have the same pup color. Orange. It's amazing. Uh, We're very unique. I love when I see other orange puppies because... Orange is like a rarity, I feel like. Uh, I've been asked quite a a few times now, like, how did you come to choosing your your, your colour? Because one thing that I'm still very new to hearing is a lot of pups have told me about, is it called the hanky code? Yes, yes, the hanky code. Orange is a terrifying thing to be following if you're following that. I have no idea what the orange colour means, but like... The only reason why I chose orange is because I'm ginger, and I thought it'd be cool to be a ginger pup. <laughs> so, orange is, you're down for anything. Um, That's what orange means in the hanky code. And so, um, like, mine has black, blue, orange, and silver. And so, like, blue is... um. Like, you're into, like, military men, orange, you're down for anything. And I was like, no, I just, um, I chose my pup colors off of my (laughs) backpack. (laughs) That's literally how I chose all the colors on the stamp thing was from my backpack. People coming up to me and say, are you up for skydiving? No, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm terrified of heights. But your pup says anything anywhere. I would love 
Would you like to do... <laughs> would you do a 69 Bobby. while jumping out of a plane? No, thank you. <laughs> um, I play drums. Hobbies? I'm a massive musician. Um, at the moment, it's a hobby, but I'd love it to be my career. Um, I will okay. keep the identity of my band hidden because I like to keep my band life and my pup ABL life separate. I feel that. That was going to be my next question after this is how do you keep your adult life versus your um, very life easy. separate? I just, um, you know. Don't, uh, for example, don't promote my band stuff uh, on my pup account. My pup account is solely for pup and little stuff. Um, outside of that, um, you know. Although I am worried because if I do become famous, then I am a little bit screwed because everyone's going to know who I am. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's totally fine. I mean, like, you know. That's really just the life of anybody. And, like, you ain't really doing anything bad, though. Like, you're good. <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's... I, I, I play in a certain genre. I'm not going to say the genre, because, again, I, I want to keep everything anonymous. But, like, um, if I was to come out in the community as a pup and someone who wears padding, people wouldn't be very friendly. I think that's just society in general. Like, it's so weird. Like, um, like my alpha daddy, um, he's met, um, like, I've, we've met Rat, like, we've seen Rat, like, live. Talk, I've, I talked to him. They knew that was the lead singer Rat when I talked to him until afterwards. I was like, oh, that's, Stephen Perry, okay. <laughs> and then, like, he's, he has met um, Vinny Vincent, who used to be part of Kiss. Um, went to strip clubs with Vinny, bars, dinners. Um, and spent, like, three days with Vinny Vincent and his uh, manager. Uh, we have a drum. Um, a drumstick from Cinderella. And we just... Just all these different things, and like he loves Kiss. God, I think but my yeah, top most favorite um, band of all time has to be Motorhead. Um, love them. It's my first ever tattoo I got. Um, can't really see that, but I love Motorhead. I got to go and see them live with my uh, father back in two thousand eleven. Um, memory stuck with me. I've got the guitar pick somewhere. I got a guitar pick from Lemmy Kilmister, you know, which is an amazing flex. But I think the awesome one and my favourite, most awesome experience of that gig is um, Amphrax, a band called Amphrax, fresh metal band. And uh, the lead singer, I can't remember his name now. I'm really bad with names. Uh, the lead singer, he did this really, really cool thing where he wore a, a native Indian, Native American um, chief feather thing head gown and he came off stage and he, he ran past me and brushed past my hair at first and then he came back to me and he, he gave me a red bull bear in mind i was 11 so i was buzzing off my tits drinking red bull <laughs> and then um he went on stage and then he came off stage and um he shook my hand and gave me guitar pick and just that memory's always stuck with me Um, for me, like, keeping my, like, kink life and my adult life separate, yeah, it's kind of mashed in, like, my coworkers know about my kink life. They actually show up to, like, pup events and stuff just to, like, support me. And then, of course, like, I wore this to, for Halloween and stuff, because I work at a, um, a pet shop, so I was a puppy, and I had a big donut that's actually right here oh uh, don't get yeah. me wrong uh, my band uh, they, they, they know about my pup see the thing is what I find is amazing about it is at first yeah. they were very very uncertain about it because um, 
they they had a few bad experiences with uh, seeing pups. So um, they associated me as um, a bit of a, a weirdo that likes to walk around wearing uh, tail butt plugs everywhere in public. And uh, that sort of, they just sort of tarred all pups under the same brush. Um, yeah, it's usually, I mean, that's usually what happens when, like, you have a couple of bad experiences, you know, there's a few bad apples. But when I told them about my uh, the pup side, ones. and um, they've became just, they're just really supportive about it, you know. Um, like, they, they ask questions and they're curious, um, but they've never been horrible. They've never said anything about it. They like... It, it's not even their decision for me to keep everything private and anonymous. It's actually my decision, um, just because I, I just want to keep them separate. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's just amazing. Um, in terms of being padded, I don't really tell them about it because they don't really need to know. <laughs> You know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to go up to them and go, "What underwear are you wearing today?" <laughs> yeah, it's one of the things. Like, like I don't person. I never had to like personally tell like my coworkers, like, "Hey, so I love diapers." Now, so they told me that they were coming to this event, and because um, they asked me to like, "Oh, what do you do? Where are you going?" I was like, "Oh, I'm going to this event. It's a kink event." Okay, so like. There's a lot of different things happening. They're like, okay, cool. Is it okay if we show up? I was like, yes, it is fine. But whatever you see there, you cannot come out and judge. Even if it's not your thing. And what happens at Lobo stays at Lobo. Okay. So if you see me, you know, doing five shots back to back to back, Running around in this thing, you cannot judge me because it's a safe place for me to be able to self-express myself. And you might see more than just like me and clothing, okay? A lot of people there run around pretty much half naked. And there's a lot of different kinks there. They're like, okay, cool, cool. So they saw me in my pup hood and a tank top and a diaper. And they're like, oh my God, you're so adorable. And this I had diaper. I was like, yeah, you're like, oh my god, it looks so cute on you. I was like, oh, woof. But they've never, like, said anything and stuff, and I blamed them. I was like, I, you're more than welcome to take a picture with me on this, but you have to understand that this is more backlash for you than for me, because I'm here because I am part of the community and these are my people. And so, but they've never had a problem. And then of course I've shown them my, my, um, my kink photography and stuff because, you know, that's kind of how I made my mark on Instagram and stuff was my kink photography. (laughs) But yeah. Fun. Just a little dino pup, and I'm happy, and I'm enjoying myself. Oh my gosh! And where do you where do you see yourself roughly in like five years or so? Or where do you, where is your ultimate like um, goal to go? My own house in the community, a massive nursery, um, a very 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 rich daddy. Um, and to be little 24-7 no I'm joking I couldn't be little (laughs) (laughs) 24-7 I could um, I love being pad 24-7 but like being a little 24-7 that's kind of hard because like I love being like my I have a mental age, See, and I'm sure you also have like back a mental to, age. Going back to social media, yes. I think that's the one thing that annoys me sometimes is because people only see your pup or little side, 
they assume straight away that you're doing this 24-7. Like, this is all you do. Um, So you end up having chats with people and, like, they don't understand that, oh, I'm working now, can't really talk to you. <laughs> and it's like, you work? And it's like, how do you think I'm paying for all of this shit? <laughs> Bloody it wish it was free, free, nor is it cheap. <laughs> but like, I yeah. don't really, um, I don't really have a, a a goal or where I want to be. I'm just sort of going with the flow and just seeing what happens, really. You know, um, and just making friends along the way. I'm trying to be as honest and polite to everyone. Which I think is hopefully everybody's true goal is just to be nice and friendly. But I feel like I get more backlash from the community than I do outside of the community, which is the weirdest fucking thing in the world. uh, Though you're going to get that everywhere. Is um, There is a lot of bitchiness and there is a lot of two-faced people and there's egos. But... um, I just I just try to wean that out. Like um, it's very rare I'll speak to someone with loads and loads and loads of followers because I just can't be asked. You know, I, I I'm happy with my small group of friends and my own small little community that I've made within the community. And um, so talk about like egos and stuff. So one thing I think sometimes people don't understand. So like. When I'm doing like kink photography and stuff, like I'm a tad bit more managerish on it than I am like, oh, okay, that, that. I'm like, cool, great. We're on a time schedule here. Yep. Like I have four different locations I want to go to. You know, you can shoot an idea and we'll, you know, we'll make it happen. But like, let's not stand around. Well, yeah, like I'm a, here to get these pictures done because. Yeah, and like overall, like usually yeah. by the end of it, I've done two hundred pictures each time, like you know, each like session. And then they're like, "Oh, can you like add them all?" Yeah. No, I'm not. We're going to go through these, and we're going to look at which ones you want. I'm going to give you like ten of these, maybe a little bit more, and then from there, you know, we'll post. You you know, you can post them and stuff. But tell me which ones you want to post so I can, you know, make sure that they look really good. But I will send you them all. And then they usually, I, I swear to God, it happens to, like, every single person I've done a picture with. The post one that isn't edited and it, like, looks so dark or, like, there's, like, things that you've done. I'm like, why? They're like, oh, I like that picture. I was like, we went through them all. And you said no on that one. You could have just asked me. I could have, like, fixed it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> but, yeah, I used to get told I take it too seriously. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you know, this is what, you know, it's a passion of mine. You know, this is what, you know, I'm doing on, the, you know, for social just, platforms. You want to look professional. Like, and it, that, that's that's not a bad thing, yeah. you know. You, you've and gone like, out, you've done the work, you've grafted, and you want a, a good product at the end of it, you know. And then if if they're posting you, uh, posting your pictures, and they're tagging you in it, you want people to look at that and be like, "Oh, that's Dylan Blake. That's some amazing photography." You don't want someone looking at it and be like, "Really? That's from Dylan. It looks a bit grainy." I I totally understand because like. Yeah, outside of and this like, community when I'm doing all of my band work and gigging is um, I do a lot of work and have a lot of time with photographers because I, I get photo pics, which I'll send to you at some point. Uh, but, you know, I deal with photographers and, you know, it's it's hard work, especially, you know, trying to find a decent shot. Like, think about how the photographers feel when um, they're trying to take pictures of me playing drums and I'm pulling a face that looks like I'm having an orgasm on stage. <laughs> yeah, I've I've noticed that a couple times when I've um, took pictures at, like, live concerts and stuff. 
and like the drummer always looks like they're like dying. I'm like, come on. You're like, I mean, from my eye, you look like you're like doing an amazing job, but man, you still frame that shit. It's, you look like you're stroking it's out. Hard. It, it's, uh, it's, it's an amazing experience. You get behind the drum kit and you're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then you're pumped with this adrenaline and especially when you play an extreme metal like I do, um, it's fast, hard, intense, constant speed, and it's painful, and your legs ache. Um, I think the worst one that I ever did is when I got uh, one of those cramps where it went all the way up my entirety of my leg on the inside, and I could not stop playing uh, because it was the middle of the song, and I think there's a photo of me, and I was just like, kill me! <laughs> And then, where can other puppies, littles, and people who are curious to stalk you? Where can they find you? Pop on Instagram. Um, It's the only platform I have. I don't intend on having a Twitter or anything like that. Just Instagram. And then, of course, everybody can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is Blake Dylan, and on Instagram it's Dylan Blake underscore official. It's D I L L I A N B L A K E underscore official. It's definitely popper a follow. He's an incredible person, incredible pop, amazing content, and just an absolute gem to talk to. And then if you, do you have any advice or last words you would like to say to the crowd, I guess? <laughs> any advice? Um, just stay pawsome, I guess. <laughs> oh, you're stealing my, you're stealing that from me yeah, already. I my oh, okay. Well. I'll forgive you for that. But. <laughs> Um, but make sure y'all drink your chalky moo juice because it's the best. But the squishy butt of a puppy needs to get off so I can also go and find me some chalky moo juice. But so I must say goodbye and woof 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 woof.